Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that's my real last name. Hi, Aubrey. Hey, Dylan. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm just thinking about these wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Was I supposed to finish that? I'm so sorry. I was like, I hope he gets what I'm doing. (laughs) I did. I love Rihanna. Oh, my God. Rihanna. Rihanna. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Did she change it again? No. No. Okay. She said it's always been Rihanna, but I don't know. It's kind of like how Raven Simone says her name's Raven Simone. Yay. Yeah. Oh, is it really? She says. Oh, I'm learning new (laughs) things about Raven Simone, and I love her. She was one of the first people I ever saw in concert. Raven Simone? Yeah. She had concerts? She did. <laughs> she opened for Alicia Keys, actually. I love that. I would Why? love to see Raven Simone mm, Yang. It was it was my Alicia <laughs> Keys and Raven Simone together. Does she sing the theme song? Uh you know that I was I would have like, left if she didn't. That was like <laughs> I was 11. I don't I don't care. I was in love with her. That was my gay fantasy right there. Alicia Keys <laughs> and Raven Simone. I love it. So these wild, wild thoughts. Yes. yes. I have a question for you. Um, I think I have an answer. Do you have you ever seen the show Euphoria? Uh, yes. On HBO. I love Euphoria. It so, is amazing. So without spoiling anything, did you see last night's episode? I did see it. And... Ooh. Okay, so for you guys who have maybe not watched the show, um, it's about a person dealing with addiction, um, drugs mostly, uh, but it's honestly extremely relatable in sobriety with, with alcohol. Everything they mentioned last mm-hmm. night was relatable. Mm-hmm. And it was such a nice, different feel from the original series episode it was just so intimate it was one scene oh one scene just one scene start to finish um just all about dialogue i was reading some reddit um discussions about it and people were saying you know um this is boring this was you know just one one straight shot one scene how boring and then the ad really yeah but on the adverse most people were saying you know as a person who has struggled with addiction, this episode was key mm-hmm. to me. This was important. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. I had several epiphanies um, watching last night, um, mainly when it came to forgiveness. There's so much I stuff that I did when mm-hmm. I was a drinker, when I was an alcoholic. I still am. But you know what I mean. Yeah. There were so many things that I did that I regret. I never forgive myself. And I've always said I deserve the shit that happens in my life because I was such a shitty person. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's how it's always been. Yeah. Um. I mean, thinking about how the rule of attraction works in the world, of course, I'm going to keep getting shit if that's all I'm expecting to give myself. If that's mm-hmm. all I think I deserve is shit. Why not just keep getting shit? Mm-hmm. You know how my life's been lately. I've been tested this past month. Of course, the coming up on the one year of my sobriety. Yeah. Ugh. I am being tested Always. so much. Yeah. I mean, f- screw the power of threes. This is like coming in fours and fives. Like, I just feel like my life is just snowballing right now. And I always attribute it to like all the shit I've done in the past. Like, I deserve mm-hmm. this. Yeah, I deserve it for, you know, being me to my ex-boyfriends i deserve it for 
being mean to my parents. Yeah. I deserve it for putting my hands on people in the past. Yeah. All those things come up in my head. And I say, Dylan, you're not, <clears throat> you're not worthy of forgiveness for that. And that's how it's always been. Mm. Last night, watching someone else go through that was free therapy. I, it put it in perspective that I know if they were brave enough to write that into a show, damn it, I'm not the only one. No, you no. I'm not the only one who's done stuff that is in my head unforgivable. I know it. I'm not the there's no way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you see people that are that have 10, 15 years of sobriety under their belt. And like, you know, in the episode, he was saying that he had 20 years. Yeah, you know, 20 years, but he uh had a blip. Mm -hmm. But you saw when he had a he had a conversation with his family. You could tell by the way that he was talking that they still didn't trust him. They still, you know, oh, didn't yeah. believe him. They thought he had ulterior motives Ugh. that sank with me because it was like, how many times have I talked to my mom? And the first thing is like, what's wrong? And it's like, well, nothing's wrong. I just want to talk. And it's like, OK, <laughs> it that that scene really stuck out to me mm -hmm. um, as well. Just being like listening to the way that you have distrust for someone who is used it's just it hurts so much yeah. because i have been there and i i do feel you i still struggle with forgiving myself on a lot of things that i've done in my past and i don't still understand how to grasp that <laughs> like yeah. i don't know how to forgive myself in all circumstances and and honestly like you said this episode really helped me kind of like focus more on what i need to focus on to be able to do that yeah um the thoughts the i've had a lot of thoughts lately um about drinking and we, we talked about that a little bit on the last episode um i finally had just like uh, i was talking to my best friend earlier and i kind of had like a breakthrough of just like i was honest mm -hmm. you know i said i want a fucking drink mm -hmm. that's ultimately the problem and i can't have it and i don't want to have it but it's like we were talking about drinking red wine and i would always have that first glass mm -hmm. and it would be that warm hug inside and my brain could shut off and it was like standing in a crowded hallway and everyone just goes into a separate room mm -hmm. i had that first glass and it's like the hallway in my brain opens up and it's like empty and it's like, oh my God, thank you. I can breathe. I can think because I don't have all these other things in my past that came out of those doors and came into the hallway mm -hmm. to crowd. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And all I want lately is because I, I've been stuck in the hallway in my head and it's like <clears throat> when I first got into sobriety, the first couple months, um, the hallway was empty because I was like, it's sobriety. It's I'm sober now. Finally. It's it's like you cleared, cleared out everything. Hallway. Yeah. But what happens is people have to come out and the doors start opening one by one. And all these thoughts start coming into my head and all these past guilts, all this trauma, it keep it starts coming up. And suddenly my hallway is full again. But this time I don't have a glass of wine to clear the hallway. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now. And it's, this is just God's honest truth. You know, it's, this is, 
it, people think like after a year, I thought after a year that I'd be so in the clear by now. But now's the time when all this is coming up and it's just slamming me in the face and I can't have that glass of wine to clear the hallway. And I'm learning how I to, can tackle just one problem at a time. That's all yeah. I can do. It is. I mean, literally, it's all you can do. You can only get one person out of the hallway slowly. You know, you can't just push them all out. So and and it it will it will come to you and you will find that like you will find that stride and continue to move forward. And and yeah, you know what? Sometimes we do get a setback or sometimes that stride might not be as as long as we wanted it to. But like it it's okay because you can still take that next step forward. Like it's not a defeating, it's not a defeating thing. You can still move forward. Yeah. So. Uh, <sighs> I just, <clears throat> I appreciate you. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't, I, I appreciate hearing this. This is something I, I, uh. I appreciate you <laughs> listening. Um, so, you know, back to that hallway. Um, as drinking before was able to, like I said, clear the hallway, but all it did was just put them right back. They're still in the hallway is still in the house. The house yeah. is still in my head. I'm still yeah. living there. You know, um, it's like, I just need to find a way to categorize everything and put it where it's supposed to be. And I mean, my best friend earlier asked me, he said, you know, why are you sad? What's like the root? What's the ultimate, like the number one thing? That makes you sad. I didn't even know. Mm. Honestly. Honestly, I'm conditioned this way. It's been years of feeling guilt. All of that. You know, the 10 years of drinking every single day and waking up feeling guilty has changed me. And it's changed the way that I can react to things and handle things. I'm so desensitized to things versus when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Before, I, before I drank. Mm-hmm. Before I drank... I remember, I mean, one of the last traumatic events of my life sober was when my nanny died. I was 17 years old when she died, um, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, and handling that, I remember, you know, it was the end of the world for me. I was depressed. I felt so sad for days. But then fast forward 10 years later, when I'm 27, drinking every single day for the past however long that is, if something would have happened that traumatic, to me, I don't think I would have fell into that state of depression like that again. I think it would have just been like a, oh my God, I'm so sad. Like, I'm so sad. Let me post a sad post about it on social media and see how many people can give me attention for that. It wasn't, it wouldn't have been uh, authentic. Yeah. I feel like alcohol took a lot of my authenticness away. Yeah, it does. I mean, it it strips you of yourself yeah of you, of you and i have felt that way so many times where i just like i feel like i can't escape that guilt and like uh yeah it's sorry okay. go no, go no, ahead no, go it's ahead okay. no, no it's okay <laughs> we all have shit in our closet we all have skeletons in our closet we have secrets and I think what Aubrey and I are trying to get at is that we're not as different as we all think. We're all going through this sobriety thing. We all, I mean, it is 
totally unique to you, but maybe just maybe we're not as different as we think. And we're all very similar in the way we're handling this. I know I'm not the only one that has these thoughts and these feelings, these intrusive thoughts and these, you know, a year of sobriety. And I'm thinking, Oh, what time is the liquor store closed by me? No, Mm. you know what I mean? Like that little pop in my head. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? It was no trigger. There was no, nothing around me said like, you know what I mean? Like we've talked about triggers and traumas in the past. Oh yeah. Of, you know, like being out to dinner and someone orders a glass of wine. Oh yeah. I'll have one too. You know what I mean? It's not even that anymore. It's me just sitting there. You just sitting. Yeah. It's just existing. It's in the shower. Like, Oh, I love a shower beer. Fuck. I never had shower beers. I had maybe two or three shower beers in my life before that. But why is it so sexy to me now i will say like there are times where i fantasize i don't allow that thought to just like pass sometimes i fantasize on the feeling of drinking and on that like i i sometimes try to get the whole feeling because part of me is like i want to try this one more time again like i think i can do it i can do it i think i can and like yeah i do get those thoughts i will be in this show I will be in the shower, um, you know, and all of a sudden it would be like, oh, yeah. But if I just had that like rum on the side, like when I get out of here and just like sat down and watched a show and like I yeah. go and I, I think about the whole process of it and then being able to go to sleep at night. And it's it's scary. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was at a friend's the other night and they had um, some wine and I I found myself obsessing over their wine glass. I watched him have his first three sips and I lived vicariously through him. I was like, okay, this is the part where he's getting the warm fuzzies. Mm. He's just getting that warm little feeling. Mm. Um, I, uh, I watched him pour his second glass and I was like, okay, this is the one where it like kind of seals it in. This is where it's like, you know, you can be social, you can talk because I was always chasing that second glass first sip feeling yeah that's the best feeling because you've already got the first glass in you're 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 not too drunk you know what i mean you're like right at that midway point that you would that's like where alcoholics try to keep their buzz and it never yeah. never works never works the one two the one two drink alcoholic does it no it doesn't work i mean yeah that was when i was the most fun but it was i was never able to stop there Mm-mm. and i watched him finish his second glass of wine we all we ate dinner and he was done. And I couldn't stop thinking about that. I was like, how? He corked the bottle and put it back on the counter mm-hmm. and sat down and we finished watching our movie. I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. there are two different types of people in the world. Yeah. I I see it. <laughs> I see it for sure because I was obsessing over his glass. And I, I was like, when I saw him reach for the bottle, I thought he was going for that third glass. I was like ready for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's going to have that third glass or whatever. And he didn't, you know, mm-hmm. like he corked it and put it away. Like I was just blow. I'm blown away. It's like, it's like, I don't understand how my boyfriend can just have like a shot and be great. Yeah. Like literally I've seen him just take a swig and one he's like, shot. Oop. not even a shot, just a swig. Oh, and he's swig. like, Ooh, yeah. Okay. I'm happy. And I was like, ah! uh, yeah, you're like, are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to drink some more? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I get that completely. That's like, like when I was watching him drink it last night, it's all I could think about was just like, oh, I wish I could be doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's those thoughts that 
in sobriety, we feel are so taboo. Why are they so taboo? Why can't we be talking about this stuff? We're all going through it. Yeah. You know, like, and we all go, I mean, in all honesty, it's, I, I won't say I think about it every day, but there's something that like pops up that has to do with alcohol in my head. Like at least like once every yeah. other day. I mean, it's hard not to in our society. Yeah. Not when everything, not when the bus stops here in Denver have Coors Light <laughs> ads on them. Think about that. Like uh, our our bus stops have Coors Light ads on them. Yeah. You know, and it says like keeping the mountain or the mile high hydrated and, you yeah. know, like all that stuff. Well, you have Coors Field, you know, down yeah. the way. It's, it is very highly popular. It's everywhere. In Denver. <laughs> yeah. And like, so how, how, how are we expected in sobriety to not have those thoughts mm-hmm. and have these things pop up? in day-to-day life mm-hmm. you know mm. have you found like i mean like safe spaces like where I, that's it's like it's hard to find that safe space when you're yeah. around yeah um this time uh, uh, this pandemic is yeah thing too Ugh. i was reading some of the comments on reddit last night um about the episode of euphoria like we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um some of them said some comments about how people have lost friends this year that were in their first year of sobriety because of going through sobriety during a pandemic Mm. and they couldn't take it. So I just want to, you know, put that out there real quick. Anyone going through sobriety right now, like this year, especially 2020 at the time of this recording, uh, the pandemic, you're a fucking badass. Mm -hmm. You're a boss bitch. You know, you are that queen shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's this, so true. This has not I, really... been an easy year. I mean, think of all the people. I mean, I was reading multiple comments that said the same thing about how someone lost a friend to, you know, their struggle with sobriety this year. Addiction. Sorry. No, oh, yeah. And like, that's, you know, how lucky and blessed we are to get this far to be able to say that we are in December of 2020 right now and have gone through eight months of this and we're still sober and we're still sober. Yeah. So, you know, take a minute to pat yourself on the bat for that, you know, (laughs) like in general. And I'm talking to myself too. 2020 has been such a rough year. Yeah. And it's so funny that I chose this year. Of course I chose this year. I would have died this year i'm sure of it if mm-hmm. i didn't i there's no way i would have made it through this well pandemic. i just think about like the, the beginning of the pandemic when i didn't even see you for two or three months yeah and i was still sober yeah yeah i still was able to do it yeah <sighs> wild wild thoughts wild wild thoughts yeah i uh i'm just glad to be alive today two years i because i don't think i i honestly don't think i could have done it when is gotten your... sober not two years oh my god why did i say two years not two years um when, when is your two months? years it is literally a month away yeah it's a month. so yeah what's the date january january 4th january 4th mm-hmm. so you're coming up on two years this is my one year we're just it's very transformative do you remember these feelings and these thoughts in your first year oh yeah yeah oh yeah i was super hard on myself in my first year and honestly I I guess I, I feel like I, I mean, I had such a different experience with getting sober because I relapsed multiple times before I could even like, I couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And my, I, I, 
I'm slowly still learning it, but you know, like I said earlier, being feeling guilty about some of the things I did in the past, I still haven't forgiven myself over those yeah. things two years later, you know, and I know I need to, but I, I still don't know how to. So yeah. Day by day. Day by day. Day yeah. by day. And, you know, I, I had challenges this year too. I mean, you know, about when I lost my dog this year, that yeah. was one of the roughest moments. And I probably don't I don't think we've talked about talked that on the show it. either. I, yeah. I, I mean, and I guess I don't, I'm very, I don't open up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very, that's okay. I'm very, it's very difficult for me too. So, um, you had a challenging, that was not even a month ago. Yeah. That, I mean, and that was probably one of the, times that i really wanted to drink and was very close to drinking for about two days straight and i didn't really tell anyone that because no. i still am in this like space where i feel like if i don't do it on my own like i feel like it's not real like i feel like i can't get other people's help because then i'm relying on someone else to get me sober right so it's rough it's hard for me to ask for that help yeah no completely get that so it's been a lot just to like have this conversation right now on the air um it was a lot but i just know it's like um this like i said <clears throat> we're not the only ones going through this yeah and no one's talking about the side of it you know like so we have to <laughs> someone's got to yeah. right someone's got to say something and honestly like please please anyone reach out yeah like Talk. whatever it is reach out you can email us yeah. where or, can they where can they email us <laughs> you can email us at the sobergay.com yeah go to the sobergay.com oh my god i haven't said it in so long that's okay uh, you, can, you can email us at the sobergay at gmail.com you can find yeah. us on instagram at the sobergay podcast oh, <sighs> okay thank you for coming in today yeah, this was a heavy you. episode thank you um for having me and thank you for being open and honest i love you i love you too please stay sober girl yes please stay, stay sober, sober girl <laughs> <laughs> all right remember stay, stay sober, sober girl, girl. <laughs>